This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello, Steeler Nation. Welcome to your SteelerNation.com podcast. I'm your host, G Stryker, and today we are super, super excited to have one of the newest linebackers of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Alex Highsmith. Alex, how you doing today, man? Doing great, doing great. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm super, super happy to have you, man. And uh, what's a normal day like for you now with all this COVID craziness going on, and where are you currently in the country? Yeah, so um, I'm back home in North Carolina. I'm kind of bouncing back and forth from, from here to Charlotte. So um, going to Charlotte uh, today, actually tonight here, here in about an hour or so. So I've been bouncing back and forth from here and there. And so, you know, really a normal day for me, you know, kind of involves, you know, throughout the week, you know, I'm, I get up and, you know, either I'll probably like whenever I'm in Charlotte, you know, I'll always uh, get up and I'll do like some conditioning or some position drills in the morning. So I'll do those in the morning. Then usually have uh, like virtual meetings with the team from about, you know, 11 to 11 to 4, 11 to 4.30, so um, do those. And after that, um, I, I go and lift. So it's usually like a two-day workout thing I do, you know, throughout, throughout the weekdays. And then uh, you know, that's kind of, you know, most of my days right now. So even though, you know, it's we're, we're still staying at home and you know, we're still um, in this quarantine right now, you know, I still feel like I'm going 100 miles per hour. But, you know, I just I can't wait to, to get up there and get up to Pittsburgh and, uh, you know, really get to work and meet everyone. And I know we can't wait to see you either. So you're in the Charlotte area then, and I know you grew up in Wilmington area in North Carolina. Uh, you attended Ashley High School. Other than football, what sports did you play? Yeah, so besides football, I played uh, basketball and baseball. And uh, I only played basketball for one year. I was like a little short and chubby my first couple years of high school, but <laughs> um, I played baseball and football all four years. Nice. What positions were you playing in baseball? So baseball, I was – uh, first base, that, that was my position. So um, I was a lefty, so I had an advantage too. And so, I mean, I'd play first base, you know, throughout my whole uh, little league career. And so, you know, that was mm. something I definitely wanted to play uh, <laughs> when I played baseball. Oh, that's great. Which was your favorite sport to play then? Uh, football. I mean, growing up, um, yeah. like I, I, basketball was probably my favorite sport. But, you know, when I realized, you know, I was pretty good at it growing up. And, you know, when I realized, you know, I wasn't as good at it, you know, middle school and high school years, you know, I was like, okay, you know, got to find a, a new pair of sport. And you know, football was, you know, really always a close second, I feel like, growing up. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, once I got to high school and middle school, it was like football definitely took over. Oh, that's great. And when you were growing up then, what was your favorite NFL team? Which one did you watch? Panthers. I, I've awesome. been a, a – you know, before, um, before, you know, this draft process, you know, I've been, I've been a diehard die uh, Panthers fan. That, nice. That's what I was born and raised. I still remember when – uh, they lost in 0-3 oh. to the Patriots. So yep. I was crying. I mean, I was, I, was, I was in my bed crying that night. Oh, man. I'm sorry to hear. I, I assume you grew up a Keekly fan <laughs> as well. Who's your favorite? Um, who was your favorite Carolina yeah. growing up? Yeah. So when I, you know, when I was younger growing up, you know, my favorite players were Joyce Peppers and Steve Smith. You know, I just oh, really gosh, loved yeah. the intensity yeah. um, that they played with. You know, me being a defensive lineman, you know, Joyce Peppers is someone that I modeled my game after. And just Steve Smith, just how hard and how intense he played the game. It's just, you know, I, I love it. Mm. So, 
you were named second team all area, first team all mid Eastern Conference as a senior, and also you were all area for baseball. Most importantly, from my research, I also saw you were named the team MVP. So what was it like to earn all of those on your honors then in your senior year? I mean, it was awesome. You know, I mean, um, unfortunately, we didn't have uh, a good season at all that year. But, you know, that going into that year, you know, I had some, you know, I had some schools looking at me um, before that year. So I know that, you know, this, this is the year that I had to really step up my game and have a good year to be able to, um, you know, put some good film on tape to show to those college coaches. So it was, it was really cool, you know, to, to get that honor. But, you know, um, just really, you know, propel me to just do um, even, you know, bigger and better things, you know, just seeing how far it comes since even just my sophomore year, you know, you know, I had a, crazy transition and crazy um especially you know I gained like or I, I gained I gained weight but it was the right way like I got skin yeah. I got a little skinny then I gained it the right way but even yeah. though I, I shot up in height as well and so it's just kind of cool to see you know um, all my hard work paid off throughout high school in my senior year nice and I saw that you decided to go to college you wanted to play football you went local uh to UNC Charlotte which is the University of North Carolina Charlotte 49ers and um, what then was your decisions that you made to ultimately end up being there? Yeah, so, um, you know, um, coming out of my senior year, the only, only really show was really looking at me. Um, the only two people that I had looking at me were Davidson and Furman. And Furman was going to offer me a partial scholarship, but it was, it was it's really expensive to go yeah. uh, out of state to that school. Um, and so that wasn't really the best option than Davidson. You know, um, I didn't get into the school because, you know, Davidson is one of the, one of the hardest – uh, schools get into the state, you know, but behind Duke, and you know, I had good GPAs, just my test scores weren't there. So, mm. um, they, they don't, they didn't, they don't offer athletic scholarships. They only all, like offer academic scholarships. So, that was an option. So, it's kind of a unique story how I got to Charlotte. So, um, mm-hmm. at the time, um, still, still to this day, you know, Harvard and Harvard High School is, is a rival of, of ours, of Ashley High School. Yeah. And um, their head coach, his name was Scott Braswell, and so I was, um, he was the coach at Harvard at the time, and you know, um. You know that was a good player, and um, I, me and my dad asked him, "Hey, is there any way you can pass your film on to your to your son Scotty, who, who worked at Charlotte at the time, Scotty Braswell Jr.?" And okay. um, we um, eventually, you know, he got my film passed on to Coach Lambert and the staff, and um, you know that's kind of how I uh, found my way to Charlotte. So it's kind of like I reached out to them, and they gave me a chance, gave me an opportunity, and didn't even find out I was going to be on the team till June. I didn't sign or anything like that. You know, I yeah. found I was going to be on the team in June. Came didn't even make camp that first year, and then came. Uh, came the first day of school, just made the best of my opportunity. Nice. And obviously you were a walk-on for the football team. I mean, that's the hardest way to approach playing athletics in all of the, Division One. of course, is to be a walk-on. So mm-hmm. tell Steeler Nation what yeah. it means, like the the grueling hours and the extra work you had to put in as a walk-on and just describe what a walk-on is for Steeler Nation. Yeah, so I mean, it, it means a lot. You know, it's just a part of my story. You know that that you know I'm, I take pride in. You know, it's just, if you ask me, I wouldn't want it any other way than um, to have my story be like this. You know, really just you know being a walk on, just having the extra drive and the extra motivation, just be to outwork everyone, just prove everyone wrong. You know, that's kind of the mindset that I had going into um, coming into uh, to college. My freshman year is the mindset that I still have. You know, coming into my first year in the league, so I'm just going to carry that walk on mentality. Um, the, with that extra chip in my shoulder, you know, just you know, every 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 game I play, just you know, yeah, every everything I do, it's just I always have the extra chip on my shoulder, and so that's really what it is, just having the extra chip on your shoulder, and it, it did take a lot of hard work, but you know, it really uh, made me to the player I am today. So, though you were a walk-on, how did the rest of the team treat you? Was there anybody on defense there that took you under their wing and helped you along your first year? 
Yeah, yeah. So I remember um, the first, before the first practice, you know, um, one of my best friends to this day now, his name's Jeff Gimmel. He was, uh, he's a, uh, he was a, he was an outside back at the time. So we were, in the, we, were, we were in the same room. Yeah. But now, he, but his last um, three years, he played inside linebacker. So nice. I remember the first before the first practice, he came up and introduced himself, and mm. I mean, you know, he was really the first guy that came up to me. Um, and, you know, he's now one of my best friends, and same with Tyreek Harris, you know, one of my best friends as well. He nice. The same position that I played, and we yeah. ended up playing uh, across from each other just um, a couple years ago, playing defensive end. So it was really just you know both of those guys, you know, were part of the main two that really took me under their wing, and so you know, I'm just so thankful for that they did, you know, because I was still, you know, trying to, uh, you know, make friends in the team and stuff like that. You know, they were the first guys who reached out to me, and now we're uh, we're best friends. So it's it's pretty oh, awesome. Cool. That's really cool. And that Steeler Nation knows one of your old t- teammates, uh, Larry Ogunjobi, very well since he plays defensive mm-hmm. tackle for the for the Browns. Um, what was it like playing with Larry? Because I think you played when he was a senior, correct? Is that when you started? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So my redshirt my redshirt freshman year was his senior year and I mean it was awesome playing with him you know you know he's such a such a great talent you know he's so so big and strong and it was just awesome you know playing playing beside him you know I definitely look forward to um to playing him uh twice a year now and so um that's what he texted me when I got drafted he said congrats oh. congrats and he's like you know twice a year so uh, I'm looking forward <laughs> to it can't wait for it so oh that's gonna um, be it's, okay. it's gonna be fun so yeah. it was awesome playing against him you know I definitely have reached out to him throughout this process you know and so um he's definitely helped me a lot Oh, that's great. That's a great story, especially since you are going to be seeing him twice a year. I'll be able to have yeah. some fun. At least you don't have to go up directly against him. I mean, both your defensive units are playing. Yeah, that's that's, that's true. still a sweet story. Um, what then was your role when you first started off as a freshman? Yeah, so my red, my red shirt as soon as I got there, and mm-hmm. that whole year was scout team. So when yeah. I got there, it was straight scout team. And you know, not only was I making myself better, but, you know, I was also making the starters better because, you know, yes. I wasn't someone who, who went there and just was complaining because I had to play scout team. You know, you know I went went there and, you know, I was working, I went out there and practiced as hard as I could, you know, because I knew it would make the team better and I'd make myself better. And so that red shirt year was just all scout team. And then the next year was, I was a backup the whole year and just played primarily special teams. That was really my first two years, my red shirt freshman and red shirt sophomore year playing. I was a backup and played mostly special teams. So that's, I feel like, you know, that's definitely an asset that I can bring to this team as well. Um, you know, it's a special teams game, you know, because I know how important it is and I know that it, that it wins and loses games and, you know, that yeah. I can be a, that I can be a factor in special teams for sure. You definitely can. You definitely can. And, what we noticed then, what I've researched at least, is after your freshman year, you had some trouble with your weight. I spoke with Zach Banner, and that's something that Steeler fans don't really understand is that a professional athlete can have trouble with their weight just like everybody else. So can you tell us what happened and then how you overcame that? Yeah, so I had a very, I've had a very weird weight progression since I got to college. I got I got to Charlotte and I was like 230. Mm-hmm. got there and getting what they call the, the freshman 15 and got up to like 250. Yeah. Um, by the end of my red shirt year <laughs> and it was it was the wrong way so whatever i was just eating whatever in the cafeteria like there's peaches there i was eating peach all the time and so i didn't really know much about nutrition how to um really maintain yeah and eat right um and so then like i got to take 255 as a, a healthy an unhealthy 255 my freshman year then okay. um i remember the, the, the first day of 2017 january 1st i was out i was out running at my 
um, my old high school field, and I pulled my hamstring, and oh, that kind of kept me out for the first couple months. It was a long injury. It kept me out the first couple months of winter workouts and summer spring ball. And yeah. Also got sick that semester as well, and so I ended up losing like 20 pounds. And Wow. Uh, I was like, yeah, I was like 230 to 235 that year. Jeez. That next spring is really when things changed for me off the field when it comes to eating right. Um, yeah. Uh, that spring 2018 you know, is when I earned a starting job and also, you know, I'm an exercise science kinesiology major, so the classes awesome. that I was taking, you know, taught me a lot about nutrition and how to eat right and, you know, how to how to apply to your sport as well. So really and also we got a grill for our house too, which we didn't have our first our first two years there. So that <laughs> helped a lot because literally every day, you know, during the uh, when it, when it started getting hot, like in, in in the spring and summer, every day I was out there grilling and it was it was just really straight meat and veggies that summer. And that's really what helped me to uh, you know, transform my body and really um, you know, take my game to the next level. So it's just it's 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 really, you know, about eating right. You know, it's it's hard to at times, you know, yeah. but uh, once you get used to it, it's much easier. And I thought that was cool that you guys got a, a grill also to help you with your weight and, and, and some of the articles that I read about you. So what are your favorite things to cook on the grill? Uh, I like to, I like my favorite thing to cook is a Caribbean jerk chicken recipe oh, that, I, um, nice. that I made up. So I just put some seasoning, put some um, Creole seasoning on there, put mm. some garlic powder, onion powder, and then I um I, I do like boneless skinless chicken thighs because I like how tender they are. And then yeah, I, yeah. Um, pour the Caribbean jerk marinade on there, and I just kind of <laughs> shake it up in a bag, leave it marinating, and then um, I remember I actually won a grill competition um, from it. Uh, my in, in the summer of 2018 at my church, we did like a grill competition, and mm-hmm. um, my my parents helped me. They came up there and um, they helped me cut like a pineapple boat. So I basically, just cut the pineapple like the pineapple out of the um, the pineapple and just made like a, a pineapple boat and put like uh, oh. Caribbean jerk chicken and, and peppers in there and yeah. won a grill competition off of that. So I'd say the Caribbean jerk chicken is probably my favorite thing to cook. Oh man, you're making me hungry. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love to grill as well. I'm, more, I'm a steak guy as well, but Caribbean jerk you can't you can't beat awesome. that. You cannot beat yeah, that. Yeah, it goes, it's amazing. Yeah. it's amazing. So then, uh, sophomore year, you started to rotate in with the defense. What positions were you playing? Mm-hmm. So my first two years, we played. Uh, we ran a three-four, so I was a stand-up outside linebacker. Oh, cool. And then and, on special teams, which yeah, that, uh, which um, locations were you on special yeah, teams special, as well? Special teams, I was like the uh, one of the middle guys on kickoffs, would just run down there and yeah. just booming people, and making plays. That's really <laughs> kind of how I earned my spot. Uh-huh. Punt, I was on the I was on the shield. I was on the front line, and also did a little bit of kickoff return as well. But it was mainly kickoff and punt that I played. That's awesome. And then the ultimate goal as you know for any walk-on is to earn a scholarship and it's a huge mm-hmm. huge accomplishment when a player that is a walk-on earns a scholarship and i guess you earned it right there after the your sophomore season um can, can yeah you, so I, yeah. I, I earned it right after sorry sorry to cut you, I didn't oh, no, no, cut you off but, um, <laughs> we're here for I, you <laughs> I, I earned it right after my I, I earned it right after my redshirt freshman year so um it was right before that and because I was after my first year of playing, and you know, I, I started the last game of the season my freshman freshman year and got a sack, and so oh, on the other day that I could produce, and so mm-hmm. I still remember it's one of the you know one a day I'll never forget. You know, I remember Coach Lambert um, called me into his office. I was actually about to go home for the summer, yeah, like for the whole summer because you know I didn't want to. Um, my parents had to be paying for my school coming mm-hmm. back um, for the summer, so um, I was like, kind of asking them, "Hey, Coach, you know." Um, What's what's the situation? You know, is it, am I gonna be getting put on, or are y'all waiting any longer? And um, I remember he told me, and just it was just so much joy. You know, came to me that moment. You know, I still remember it was, it was like May, early May, twenty seventeen, and 
Yeah. Uh, as soon as I, as soon as he told me, uh, I got out of the office. I told all my boys, told all my friends, everyone said, "Let's go." <laughs> I was actually going since I was going home that day. I waited to tell my family. Yeah. Um, so when I got home, it was just just to see the joy in their faces and the uh. excitement in their faces, just it was just so awesome as well. And it turns out um, my sister also got like a um, an academic scholarship as well to Chapel Hill that day. So it was, oh. it was just awesome day for sure. Wow, that's an awesome story. <laughs> then the whole family got to celebrate it for two it was reasons. So awesome. Wow, how cool is that? Um, and obviously, then your hard work paid off and a testament to your your health because in your junior year you became a full-time starter then at defensive end I guess they changed to a, a 4-3 from a 3-4 mm-hmm. yeah so changed to a 4-3 but then our base like after the second year of the season our base defense for most of the year was a, a three down front so I started off at uh, defensive end and, yeah uh, then for most of the year in our base package I had to play a 4-I um, okay that was a position that I, that was a position that I never played before, and yeah. you know, I was definitely undersized for it. But mm-hmm. you know, with my strength, you know, my my motor, I, mean, I was I was very successful at it. You know, we were a very successful defense that year. Um, you know, I didn't have any sacks that year because we brought a lot of three man rushes, and it's you know me not being able to not practicing that a lot. It was hard for me to get to the quarterback a lot. You know, doing those three man rushes. But when it came for, I had a lot of tackles for loss that year, and that, that's why we were such a we were such a good run defense. You know, because you know everyone just really um did their jobs on their defense. And so that's what I played that year is it was a mainly a four eye. Okay, great. And four eye, is that four tech interior interior? Yeah. Four tech. So it's like the yeah. inside. Sort of the tackle. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I was just making sure. Cause I, that's the first time I've heard it referred to it that way. So I'm, I'm, I'm I love learning. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for teaching sorry. me that. Very cool. Of course. Yeah. And then, Obviously, your first year, junior year, you set a school record for 18 and a half tackles for a loss. You were All-Conference USA. Very, very cool accomplishments. And I wanted to share a quote that you had just before your senior year when you were asked about your sack numbers. And you said, I can tell you, we're go- they're going to go up for sure, Highsmith said. <laughs> coach Healy did a great job in hiring a great D-line coach in Marcus West. Coach West has been such a blessing to me in helping me improve my pass rush game. He's taught me so many moves and every little detail and things that can help take my pass rush to the next level. And an exciting to play for true defensive end this year as well and getting to the quarterback this year. So talk to me about Coach West and how he helped you improve your technique. Yeah, um, Coach West was, just like I said, that quote is definitely a blessing for me. You know, he – Coach Haley brought him in this past year, and I remember he told me he was going to hire him. He, he was going to hire him, and uh, I went and looked on his Twitter, just like as I wanted to search his season on Twitter, and it said uh-huh. pass rush specialist. Um, <laughs> and I got super excited, uh-huh. and um, I was like, "Oh, I can't wait!" And I actually remember he kind of he criticized me, you know, some of my game, you know, when I first got there, you know, because he actually told me I couldn't bend, and so that's something that's oh, essential wow. and key for a pass rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I uh. It kind of motivated me just to work at it, and literally, you know, almost every day in the summer, I was out there running the hoops and working on my bend. And that's, that ended up being one of my better traits this this past year, being able to bend around the corner and get to the quarterback. So yeah. he just taught me so many things, you know, so many new moves and stuff like that. And really, the defense we ran too, mm-hmm. um, it really put me in a position uh, to be able to rush the quarterback because most of our sacks came from uh, four man rushes because of our, you know, our ability to rush the passers. So yeah. it was just so awesome. You know, we were still still staying in contact with them and. Um, um, I just thought something like when the night I got drafted, and you know, it was just it's so awesome. And so I'm just so thankful for you know, everything he's he's done for me. And you've learned a wide array of pass rushing moves. Um, you're you're not just beating players with speed and bend. 
I mean, you, you've got the bull rush, you got a spin move, you keep your hands clean, you're winning with speed and power and technique. So how do you decide what moves you're going to use when you're attacking the quarterback? Yeah, so uh, really that, that would be determined, you know, my film study before the game. Um, I remember every Thursday, you know, I go into Coach West's office and we we talk, we just study the two tackles and we we don't, we just study, you know, how how, how their sets were, you know, were they a vertical yeah. setter, spot setter, um, they shoot their hands low, they shoot their hands high, just little things like that. Yeah. Um, just, you know, for certain tackles, I use certain moves on them, you know, mainly, you know, they move that I use outside moves, like simple chop rip or the cross chop. and um, But really, you know, I try to set that up for the spin move. You know, spin move is really a counter move, and so really, yeah. I don't ever, yeah. I try not to ever spin right out of the gate uh-huh. uh, because you know you got to set you got to set the tackle up and get his shoulders turned for the for it to actually work. And so mm-hmm. it really just comes in film study and just you know knowing what what moves are working against every tackle. And your senior year was obviously your best year. You you did amazing from that spot, hitting seventy five tackles, twenty one and a half tackles for a loss, beating your previous year's record. Obviously, uh, 15 sacks, two forced fumbles. And again, you were named not only first-team All-Conference USA, but also third-team All-American from both AP and PFF. So that is huge, huge, huge accomplishment. And that you're, you're the first 49er, Charlotte 49er, to win or to, to be named an All-American. So how, how does your school feel about that, awesome. your award, and how do you feel about it to represent your school? Yeah, you know, it felt awesome to represent my school in that way, you know, to be the to be the first liner to um become all American, you know, just it's really, you know, I feel like, you know, Charlotte's on the on the map now, you know, especially this past year, you know, I was having uh three guys on, on NFL teams right now, mm-hmm. two of us getting drafted. It's just it's just, you know, so awesome to see all my hard work pay it off and um just really representing uh, my university in that way, you know, because um just people need to know that, you know, Charlotte's not a um you know, a, a small small school anymore. You know, maybe just because you know we're new doesn't mean we're uh, necessarily a small school. So I'm um, just really showing people, you know, that there's NFL talent that can come out of that school. And so it was just awesome, you know, to see them on the work pay off. And I find it really interesting about your sack production your senior year because I think entering your last game, you had about ten sacks, and I read that you had a whiteboard in your house with the number twelve on it. So can you tell Steeler yes. Nation what that number meant to you? Yeah, I mean, it, it meant a lot. that was my goal <laughs> going into my my goal was 12, 12 sacks, twenty four tackles for loss. I didn't, I was two and a half off the tackle for loss. Yeah. Um, but I did, I did, I was all American. I didn't get, I did get twelve sacks because you know the last game I was actually at, I was at, uh, pretty sure I was at nine and a half, mm-hmm. and ended up getting four and a half that game. Oh gosh. And, uh, <laughs> put, which put me to, which put me to fourteen. So yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely achieved that goal, surpassed it. Yeah. Oh, that, so how important it is to you then to set goals, and then how does it further motivate you? I think it's important, you know, to set goals. You know, um, it's just, it's important, you know, to to set them because you know you have a, a you know a, a destination that you want to reach. But at the end of the day, you know, it's like I try to I try not to, to worry about it too much, um, you know, because in the days, you know, like I try to handle handle everything. Uh, handle the little things, do little things right daily, um, and week to week, and month to month. Um, just really, just about trusting the process. You know, that's really what's helped me to, to to do that. Just really, you know, doing what I can every single day to get myself better, and eventually, you know, the results will handle themselves. So that's kind of the mindset that I've always had. Now, one thing that the Steeler Nation probably doesn't know about that I found super super interesting too about your school is the Charlotte Forty Nine er football team has only been around for seven years. It just started, mm-hmm. and you jumped on board three years into its program. So, 
how important was it for you and your school to play in your first ever bowl game this past year? Oh, it was awesome. You know, just going to the first bowl game meant so much. Um, yeah. And, you know, just uh, it was just the best the best feeling ever, you know, being able to – we beat Marshall on our senior night and took people oh. eligible for the first time in the pouring rain and all our fans stormed, stormed the field. <laughs> uh, you know, I was awesome. hugging all my family, you know, yeah. hugging, my, hugging my dad after. It was just, you know, probably my favorite moment of, of that night, just, you know, knowing that all our hard work had finally paid off. It was just so awesome, you know. Me and you know all the rest of the guys, you know, like Ken Clark, Benny LeMay, Jeff Gimmel, yeah, you know, Tyree Karish, and all the guys that came in my class. You know, we all had a goal when we got there to to leave the place better than we found it. You know, <laughs> I really feel like we did, you know, because we we put we put um put us on the map, and so this yeah. is it's only going up up from here because I know you know the, the team's in great hands with Coach Healy. So you were playing the Bahama Bowl in Nassau for the in the Bahamas, obviously. So what what was the experience like practicing then and playing in a different country? Oh yeah, it was cool. Um, we, we did most of our practices uh, at, um, before we left for the game, so most oh, of our practices were were here. But yeah. but it, it was so awesome, you know, going to the Bahamas. We stayed in Atlantis, and you know, <sighs> we didn't win, which is the most important thing. But it was yeah, yeah. it was still an amazing trip, and you know, a trip I'll truly never forget because Atlantis was amazing. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful resort. If if Steeler Nation, if you haven't it been is. to Atlantis and Nassau, it is a gorgeous, gorgeous resort. So I assume you hit the water slide then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We did all the water sides. <laughs> oh, <sure>. yeah. <laughs> That's great. So you didn't play in the Senior Bowl, but you did play in the East-West Shrine game, and that made a big impression on your coaches uh, for your approach to the practice, the way you practice. Obviously, since you, as a walk-on, you know how to practice, and you know how to practice hard. So what was it like practicing and preparing then to play in this Shrine game? Oh, it, was, it, was, it was awesome. You know, just that whole experience was just amazing, just um just being being around the, all that NFL exposure, you know, just being with, there with some of the best guys in the country. It was awesome. You know, I really feel like I made most of the week, and yeah. I went out there and busted my butt and, you know, just proved that I deserved to be out there. So it was it was an amazing week. Mm. And your teammate, Benny LeMay, the running back, he was named MVP of the game. That had a big game, 80 yards, uh, two touchdowns, offensive yeah. MVP. So how fun was it to play this game with fellow teammates, including Cameron Clark? And winning the game, obviously, it was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. You know, it was kind of cool to you know to know that we went out winners. Yeah, um, you know, wearing that wearing that helmet. So it was. I was so happy for Benny too. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, can't unfortunately Cam could didn't play the game because of injury. You know, wish oh, he, okay. Wish he could have, but you know, yeah. it was it was so awesome you know, to see Benny out there doing his thing. And so awesome. I know he's going to do his thing. I'm going to see him twice a year too. Yeah, he's on the Browns as well. So <laughs> I told him about that. Yeah. Um. So it was just so it was just so exciting. You know, just. For all three of us to be there together, you know, that was just something that was so cool. And that's a record. Cleveland Browns are the first team to have two 49ers on their team. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, every, every one of us is in the AFC. Yeah, I know, right? We have to talk about, um, uh, oh gosh, the the guard for uh, Tennessee. Uh, he just yep, played with Nate. Them. Yeah. Yes, Nate. Um, do you talk to Nate yeah. Davis at all? Um, he's another, obviously, he had, a, he had oh, yeah. a great rookie year. He came in, I think he started 12 games mm -hmm. and they had a big rushing attack. Oh, and, yeah was a starter then in the playoffs yeah. as well. Yeah, I've talked to him a little bit, um, you know, throughout this process. You know, we we, put, we played them this year too, so it's going to be awesome. You know, do a jersey swap after the game. Oh. So I'm <laughs> cool. excited for that matchup, and, you know, I, I can't wait for it. Oh, nice. And then you were obviously invited to the Combine. So what did you have to do to prepare for the NFL Combine? Yeah, so I trained in Excess in Arizona, and um, – that's where I was training for my two months for, for training for that and just went out there and, you know, just it was so awesome to be out in Arizona because, you know, I was really disciplined with everything I was doing. And so 
but really just that training, not just the training there, but the nutrition and the physical therapy was just so amazing. And that's really what helped me to, to have the combine performance that I had, but it was just an awesome two months. And I met a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, was just, it was just so awesome. You know, we still stay in contact with the guys. We all still stay in contact. Like we have a group chat and, when all, when all of us got drafted, like, we were like, yes, sir. So it was so cool to, to, um, to train out there for sure. Oh, that's cool. And then your experience in Indianapolis, what's it like to be thrown into the combine experience? It was dope. You know, it was just an opportunity I've always, always dreamed of, you know, um, just for me to finally be there was just so, such a blessing. And so oh. I'm just so thankful for that opportunity. I really went, felt like I went in there and just made the most of it, not just on the on the workout part, but in the interviews as well. And I felt like that's where I really um, impressed people. And I think I was talking to one of your teammates coming up, uh, um, uh, Antoine Brooks. I interviewed him earlier, and, and he related the combine to essentially being like a, a speed dating <laughs> thing where you essentially have to sit down. Oh, yeah. Every the, the interview team process. Like exactly what it was. <laughs> so did you speak with – obviously you spoke to the Steelers. Um, do you remember your conversation that you had with them? And, and uh, did, you had another uh, meeting as well with them after the combine, I assume, on virtual, correct? So actually I, I didn't meet with the Steelers oh, um, wow. at the combine or the – was the Shrine Bowl, and so, but mm-hmm. I, they were a team that I really wanted to go to. As I was like, uh, are they interested in me? And yeah. uh, I remember after the combine, um, I, um, I was I was going to go on a official visit with them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, because COVID, I couldn't, so I had a uh, a, a FaceTime with, with with Coach Tomlin and Mr. Colbert, and just after that FaceTime, you know, I felt really confident. You know, that they were interested in me. You know, just I really like having a conversation for them. So after that, it was like, you no, know, okay. I want to go to Pittsburgh. I hope Pittsburgh chooses me. So just to, just now that I'm here, it's just so awesome. Yep. So then it's draft day. Uh, you're at home, I assume, with your family watching the draft. Um, tell Steeler Nation who you were with and what the experience was like just sitting there experiencing the NFL draft as a player that's about ready to be taken. Yeah, so it was it was an amazing experience. You know, it's just truly a, a night I'll never forget. Um, you know, I – was there with my family, uh-huh. all my family, my um, my 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 immediate family. So my mom, dad, my sister, my girlfriend, my, yeah. um, a couple of my best friends. And it was just such an amazing night, and it was truly like a night I'll never forget. And I still remember getting the call, um, and it was just so. I saw the numbers from Pennsylvania, and I got so excited. And it was it was just I I, I just truly can't explain how surreal it was. And so <laughs> just it was it was an amazing night that's all i gotta say so i'm showing the video here as we're talking about it and it's it's beautiful i mean your dad i think was just as excited as you were for getting picked oh for sure (laughs) he's screaming he goes to the ground you can see your sister screaming as well your mom somebody's jumping in slamming into you as well probably one of your friends or teammates yeah that's my friend yeah that's my friend oh that is so cool so what a what a beautiful time to be able to sit there and experience that with the most important people in your life, your friends and your family. And obviously I also mm-hmm. wanted to mention probably the, the people forget that college is more when you were talking to an athlete, it's more than just football, you know, it's your life. So one of the big things that I've seen through all of your times at college is you got to meet a great person in Alyssa and she's your girlfriend now mm-hmm. and tell Steeler Nation what it's like to be be so lucky to find somebody in college and what she did in college as well well I'm you know, foremost I'm the luckiest man in the world <laughs> her, so that's something that I want to let people well, that I want to let people know but um yeah you know we actually met in like 2016, you know, we both, we connected through um, FCA, which is Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And so, um, uh-huh. you know, both of us, you know, 
our faith is what matters most in our life. You know, we're both um, we're both Christian, and um, oh, so man. that's kind of how we we connected. And I remember we 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 started talking, and became became good friends. Um, like the the spring semester, winter semester of 2019, and we started hanging out more and more. And, and the more I started hanging out with her, you know, I, I started liking her. And, um, eventually, I um, got the guts to ask her out, and um, <laughs> so it's it's just it's just been such an amazing amazing year and coming up. Uh, two days from now will be one year. So, um, just, uh, she's she's so amazing. I'm just she's actually a, her whole family's actually Browns fan because she's from <laughs> Cleveland. So, um, nice. we're having to having to having to turn them into Steelers fans. And you know, that's another reason I'm so excited too. Is you know because she's doing grad school. She's doing nursing uh, a nursing uh, program. Yeah. Uh, through Xavier in Cleveland at her home. So, oh, cool. I'll only be like an hour and a half, two hours away from her. Oh, so that's awesome. much as well. But awesome. She's she, she's the best the best girl I've ever met I've ever met and so um, I love her so much and you know just so excited to to see her rock, rock the black and gold. <laughs> that is great, and I'm showing pictures too off of your Facebook page of the two of you together. I mean, awesome. you're a beautiful, beautiful couple, obviously, and I know Appreciate Steeler Nation it. is very, very happy at your relationship. So you and you mentioned religion, and I know it's very important uh, for a majority of, of Steeler Nation as well. And I noticed that you have a reference, uh, you reference a Bible verse on your Instagram page, and that is Romans 1.16, which for Steeler Nation, if they, if they don't know that, it is, for I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. So what does this quote mean for you personally? Yeah, personally, you know, this, it means a lot, you know, just the first part of it, you know, just really sticks out to me, just being unashamed, you know, because... Um, and I've already, you know, experienced this um, already, you know, for being bold in my faith, you know, people are going to, um, you know, say things, you know, that, um, you know, like, it'll be like a, like a verbal persecution in sort of a way, you know, it's like people are going to try to, um, you know, kind of blast me for my faith, you know, things are going to, um, things in this world are just going to try to test me, um, you know, to walk away from the faith, but you know, that that's something that I've never, that I'm never going to do, you know, cause yes. you know, I decided, you know, I, I gave my life to Christ and mm-hmm. I became a Christian late 2015 you know I, I haven't turned back and i never will because it's you know the best decision that that i made the best decision anyone can make so yeah it, it just means so much to me and also you know um 116 is uh, the rap group that features lecrae triple e andy minio and uh, i remember i was like well i was like what, what does 116 stand for yeah and i looked it up and it said romans 116 about being unashamed they have a song called mm. still unashamed with triple e and so yeah that's just, that's just what it means you know just just you know being bold for the gospel and being bold for for christ and, and everything i do oh that is absolutely absolutely beautiful so taking us back then to that room you're there with your girlfriend obviously and you get called for the draft who was on the phone and who did you speak with first yeah, first it was um it was it was one of the scouts first, and then it was uh coach coach T. It, it was yeah. awesome. <laughs> oh, cool. Do you remember what he said? Or were you too excited? He said, "Hi Smith, what's up?" <laughs> and uh, then he was like, "I've, I've been training some down here with Derek Brunson, USC fighters. Like, is Brunson there? You training with you training with Brunson?" I was like, "He's like, no, nah, he's not here." And then he was like, "He's like, it really got real." And he was like, "Saturday, I was like, you 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 healthy? You ready to go? You ready to be a Pittsburgh Steeler?" Yeah, I was like, yes, sir. I'm ready to get to work, and so that. And then I talked with uh, Mr. Rooney as well, and a couple other people as well. I was just so lost in the moment that I forgot who all, who all I talked to. <laughs> and it's amazing too. Your, we know that your school is small. We've talked about it's only been around for seven years, but now, I mean, it's churning out NFL talent. I mean, um, we mm-hmm. we talked about uh, you know the, the from the first class. Jeez, um, um, why is it? 
I dropped all my notes on the ground. <laughs> but uh, but now this year, I mean, it was you got drafted this year. Uh, Cameron got drafted. Cameron Clark got drafted by the the Jets the next day in round four, and then yep. of course uh, Benny ended up going to um, the the Browns as an unrestricted free agent. So. Have you been able to celebrate together with each other as well and congratulate each other for being uh, NFL players? Uh, I've, I've talked to them um, you know, a lot since, since we, we um, got sucked into our teams. But yeah. um, I haven't got to hang out with them yet, but I'm going, like, I'm going back up to Charlotte this week, and so I'll be able to hang I'm going to try to hang up, definitely try to hang with them while I'm there, I mean, especially this weekend, you know, Memorial Day weekend, try to go out or something like that. So it's just exciting for all three of us for sure. And I also hear you're a huge movie buff, and huge, especially Marvel. Yeah, I'm a huge movie I buff do. buff myself, and I know you had a the, the nickname oh, Thanos oh. back in uh, school as well. So, uh, you know, what obviously Marvel is your favorite kind of movies. Do you have any specific movies that you like, and how do you like seeing the movies? Yeah, so um, I, I like like I just like I like action movies and watching the movie theater. I'm not a big big comedy guy in the movie theater because you know movie, movies are made for for action and you know for the loud noises so it's just really yeah. more action movies that i cho- uh, like to like to choose from and so um, but I, I like i went to the movies like 40 times like a couple years ago because i have a pass that i can get like free movie tickets for so i'm, I'm a huge movie buff and i always will be and so it's kind of sad right now that i can't go to the movies because of COVID. Uh, so yeah hopefully they will open back up soon i know and I, i'm showing steeler nation right now the picture of you with the glove on, and is that a Thanos mask as well when you're sitting down? Oh yeah, yeah, that's the mask. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. It was, it's such a perfect mask that I thought like somebody just superimposed the head on that shot. It's such a it's such a good mask. Like my, <laughs> my roommates got it for me for my birthday off of Amazon. Oh wow! It's 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 it's, it's honestly the best mask I've ever worn. <laughs> it's, it's it's awesome. Oh, that is super cool. So, what's your favorite Marvel movie right now? Uh, Infinity War. Awesome. No doubt about yeah, it. it's it, it's how everything comes together, and and they, it's and they're still going on too. I mean, it's just such a, it's the best yeah. story ever they, told. They got, <laughs> they got plenty more stories to, to go. Yeah, they do. Because when I was growing up, it was all in comic books, and now it's all to, to see it on the screen and being shot as beautifully. It's a shot now too. I mean, this is just the perfect day and age for it too. Because we tried to do it back Amazing. then, and it, it just looks hokey every time you try to do a Spider-Man movie or something <laughs> like that. It looked terrible, yeah. throwing nets and stuff. <laughs> but now it looks beautiful. Oh, yeah. yeah. So now we get to the point of the conversation where we start talking about questions from Steeler Nation. So we have a couple quick questions from everybody at the forum at SteelerNation.com. I say, hey, we're going to inter- right. interview Alex Highsmith. And they, these are the questions that they have. So we have a lot of fun with this. And Cooley Man was the first person um, with a question. And he asked, how do you see yourself fitting into the Steeler lineup? And, oh, um, you know, so right now, you know, um, what, else was, what else did he say? And how are you up to playing special teams in order to help? Are, are you up for playing on special teams to help the team? Obviously, you referred to that earlier. You love special teams. You are a, yeah. you're a hard worker. Yeah, well, I, I feel I feel like that's the role I'm going to play. You know, um, yeah. you know, I'm going to. I can't wait to to learn behind T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree and just you know, um, be alongside those guys. So I'm just excited to to learn from them and just learn how they how they play the game because you know they're they're probably the best best pass rushing duo in, in in the league right now. So I'm just so excited to learn from them and and do that. And yes, of course, I will be contributing on special teams because I know how important it is. And, you know, I can't wait to go down there and make plays on whatever I got to do. So um, special teams is going to be a definite yes for me. Nice. And Slash Deal asks, 
what are you doing workout-wise then to combat the COVID-19 restrictions that are in place? Yeah, so um, like I said, I've been here in Wilmington, North Carolina, and Charlotte. And, mm-hmm. you know, whenever I'm in Wilmington, you know, I um, I have a, have a weight room to lift at, so I looked at looked at looked at um, lifted a weight room, and then also I've been training with um, this guy in Wilmington named Terrence Williams, who's a former running back at Wake Forest University, and so just doing like footwork and agility and stuff with him has been helping me when I'm in Charlotte. You know, I have yeah. my strength coach from college that helps me a lot, you know, because he's really great with his training and. Um, also, some of the uh, some of my former teammates as well who are driven as well, so I can get some good work in with them. And Drink Iron City asks, can you relate to what being drafted means for you and your family on a personal note? I mean, so much. You know, I'm just seeing, you know, um, you know how how much my homework is finally paid off. You know, just I'm um, just you know, being able to to give back to them and my family, just because you know they've meant so much to me and all the support they've shown me, and so it just means so much. You know, just. You know, I can't wait to, you know, um, you know, put on for um, just, just you know, the this, this city of Wilmington and just, you know, make a name for for, for my family. And so um, just, it, it means so much, you know, more than words can express. And finally, the last question is actually from our editor at SteelerNation.com. And he wants to know, his name's Brandon Wallace, and he wants to know, is anyone currently mentoring you on the Steelers? Oh, yeah. So um, I've. I would say, you know, I've, I have reached out to, to Buddy and TJ. Um, you yeah. Know, um, reached out to both of them, and so, you know, I'm 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 excited. You know, like I said, just to learn behind those guys. You know, I can't wait to actually meet them. And, um, but you know, I'd say it's just uh, probably you know probably those two guys, and just reaching out to them, and, um, giving they give me some help and some advice. So that's what I'd say. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much today for sharing your time with us. And we really appreciate you taking a bit to let Steeler Nation get to know you a little bit better. And I thank you, too, because I always enjoy the conversations because I can't go out anywhere because I'm stuck in here. Yeah, they're <laughs> awesome. They're awesome. Thank oh, you, Strecker. You're very, very welcome, Alex. And uh, Steeler Nation, you've got to follow Alex on social media. As you saw, I've been throwing up his Instagram here. It's at Smitty underscore five. That is at S-M-I-T-T-T-Y underscore five. Twitter is at Highsmith34. That's at H-I-G-H-S-M-I-T-H-3-4. And Alex, I want to send you a podcast T-shirt. We'll talk about it right here after I go through this bug here quick. And uh, once again, you know, thank you very much for uh, for being part of this. We, we love having you, and we, lo- we love getting to know you guys a, l- a little bit better. And obviously, thank you for sharing your personal story as well. Of course. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You, too, can get geared up at SteelerNation.com gear page. Show your Steeler Nation pride with a hoodie like I'm wearing right now, showing the nice new logo as well as a T-shirt or coffee mug. All items are color customizable, and you you have a size to fit every single fan or football player we can find. SteelerNation.com is the best site for fast, unique Steelers content on the Internet. Click the podcast button and listen to one of our many interviews And also click the forum button for the best football forum and discussion on the internet. You can tweet us at Steeler Nation, Instagram us at SteelerNation.com, and follow your host, Steeler Nation Striker, on Twitter and Instagram at SNStriker, and that's Striker spelled with a Y. Thanks for joining us on the SteelerNation.com podcast. I'm your host, G Striker, with Alex Highsmith, rooting along with you as always. Go Steelers!